When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene spicy pepper sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. We say it often, the days are long, but the years are so darn short. Before you know it, your tiny baby is sitting by herself or walking around and playing by herself. Your baby will become a little independent being in the blink of an eye. This episode is for these new mommies who may be feeling overwhelmed. Today, we want to remind you that those moments, those struggles, those baby giggles, and newborn scent won't last forever. We wish we had a time machine as we remember the things that we miss the most about the delicious baby stage. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi, welcome to Motherish. Bringing in the emotional topics. I did get teary while I wrote them. I'm, I, I have to confess. But I don't know what type of episode is going to be because I can't yeah. predict the future. But <laughs> when I wrote and I thought about it, I was like, oh, this will be nice. More than anything to motivate and be like a voice of peace and reasoning to those new moms who are probably in the middle of it right now. Mm -hmm. And they're struggling or they're probably tired and they just feel like it's a lot. I think it's just a, a friendly reminder that it goes by so fast. And I know that it sounds cliche and you probably heard it a million times, but it really does. And I was thinking about it the other day about all the baby stuff that I miss about for being a baby. And I got emotional. Well, so let's get into our motherish moments. Do Are you, you getting emotional? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm, good. I'm just feeling I'm, re I'm winding down. Okay, I know you, you've had a long, I've a had long a, yeah. week and a tough day today. This whole week has felt like a year. I'm taking advantage of the moment and of what Motherish brings to me, which is just a safe place to unwind and sometimes vent, sometimes celebrate, sometimes learn. Today will be an unwinding. Um, so I can jump in with my Motherish moment. Uh, my Motherish moment is around baby stuff that you keep. So it's loosely related to the topic. I have baby stuff that I have kept from Victoria in so many different places of my house. This weekend, I told Juan- Like, like stored away or visibly like available still? No, like stored away. Okay. So an example is like, I used to buy her these onesies from Kite Baby, oh, yes. which I really love. I love and those. they're gender neutral <laughs> and they're very expensive. Um, and so I saved all the ones that were still good, mm -hmm. you know, that didn't have like poop stains and <laughs> vomit stains. I saved all of those, I have a lot. I also saved like the Duna stroller. I saved a playpen. 
I saved this like French, like, it's like a glider. I don't know. It's like a thing where you put your baby on and you okay, let them so all the out. big nice items <clears throat> and all the high yeah. end stuff that you could I, reuse. I saved them because I was like, oh, what if we have another baby? Blah, 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 whatever. But now like Victoria's three and like, you all know if you listen to Mother enough, it's a question mark for me. And it's not the kind of thing that I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to have another one or no, I'm not going to. It is an ambiguous, you know, question mark in my future. But I really could use the space back. Mm -hmm. um, and so I told Juan, I was like, I think I'm going to start getting rid of these things because number one, it is a distraction. You know, I open the closet and I see the stuff there and it's a reminder whether, you know, I want to... <laughs> admit it or not I open the closet and it's like the Instagram account like dude with the sign being mm. like are you gonna have another baby right, 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 yeah. and I'm like oh some days I can handle it and other days it's harder to like deal with so I think I'm gonna start getting rid of the stuff and I feel like if for whatever reason we end up having another baby in the future I, I have plenty of mom friends now and they can just give me some of their stuff or like I don't know, like the things will come. Is there stuff maybe that you could lend people? Because I remember I have That's the snooze. I let so people borrow have this all the time. <laughs> I'm like, and back. then they bring it back. And I'm like, why is it back? <laughs> what kind okay. of people are you? Um, <laughs> like the Duna, I've lent out to three different people so far. You know what? Maybe I should put it on that service baby quip. Yeah, that app. Where you rent like stuff for people that are traveling, like Airbnb for baby mm -hmm. stuff. But I don't have time for another no, job. I have so many jobs. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, maybe I should. No, no but apart from like the space and the, the logistic part of it, there's definitely an emotional. Um, That's the main concern. Baggage on it, right? Yeah. So yeah. now that you like are digging deep into it, you make want to make a decision that's health the healthiest for yourself. Correct. And there's gonna not be a you know an emotional reminder that it's not a happy one, right? I guess. Yeah, it's a hard decision. Not from the sense of like. Do I want a baby or not? I would be more than happy. Now we're, this is not the topic. We've received a few DMs about this and I've received DMs about this from after I talk about it on some episodes lightly where people are like, like one girl a few weeks ago, she was like, I just want you to know, she's like, I'm listening to today's episode and if you ever had another baby, you would be a great mom. And I thought that was really sweet. But I've never cried in my mother's moment. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But I just don't, I don't want to, and this is a, a strong personal decision that has a lot of reasons for it. I would not proceed to have like intervention to get pregnant. I have decided that I would not go through with that. Not because I think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's a freaking wonderful advance in science. I fully support it. I support people who do it. I just do not think that the mental, emotional, psychological strain that that puts a woman through and their partner is the kind of thing that I want to put myself through being the mother of Victoria because I am a mother and I right. and that's a big responsibility. Did you change your mind? Was it ever an option before Victoria <clears throat> if that was ever um, needed? Before Victoria, for me, it was like, okay, you know, the doctors tell you uh, it could take a year, so try for a year and if it doesn't happen, then we can talk. And uh, then I was under 35, so it was different. But now, you know, I guess at 37, 38, the last time I had this conversation with my doctor, he said, you know, at this point, if you try for six months and it doesn't happen, then we should discuss other options. Mm -hmm. I did, I don't think I've shared this, but I did take three months of these like hormone pills that help you ovulate more mm -hmm. so that it increases your chances of getting pregnant. 
you know, you're, the most you can take it from your regular OBGYN is three months before you have to go to a specialist. A specialist. Okay. So I took it for the three months and nothing happened. <laughs> I literally never went back to my doctor. I just kind of was like, okay, it didn't happen. I'm done. And even with that, which is like the lightest form of quote unquote intervention, I felt like all kinds of things physically, like my body is like so perfect of a clock in terms of like ovulation. Literally my cycle is like 28 days to the T. Okay. And so this whole thing threw me off and I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then on top of that, psychologically, like my head was consumed by this. Of course. And it was distracting me from so many other things. So at this point, I'm just like, if it happens, if you are a practicing spiritual and, and religious person, so I will use this even though I do not practice. But if God wants me to have another baby, then I will have another baby. And that is what is in the... Juan believes this. He's very much creyente. He always says this and he he always feels this way. Yeah. So, I mean, I think then it's time to let go of those things. I keep a lot of forts closed. Like every time we have to do the switch of like clothes that, that don't fit them anymore and the ones that are, you know, the new stuff. My nanny's always like, okay, just let me know which ones you want to keep and which one we could give away. I give away yeah. most of it, but just certain things that I like to keep. And then at the end of the day, I'm always like, am I just going to want everything new or like something different for mm -hmm. the new baby? So I also just stop, I think, keeping a lot of the stuff. I think at the beginning, I used to keep a lot more and I'm yeah. just kind of like, yeah, everything. Also, stuff gets really beat up after yeah. they turn one. <laughs> like, like stuff, it doesn't look as pristine anymore. Um, but yeah, I think your mental health and your well-being and your happiness is probably more important than whatever you're holding on to materially. So I think just let it go. Thank you. The way it's connected to this topic is because I'm constantly lately feeling how I miss that baby version because she looks so different than what I she know. was as a baby. I mean, and that's why I think we, I want to talk about this because yeah. my theory is like that's why people keep having babies, right? Because yeah. they kind of forget how hard those <clears throat> first months totally. could be and how overwhelming and emotionally draining they could be because they, you know, you keep in your memory and there has to be something where we're human beings where we want to hold on to the good and the happy and, mm -hmm. you know, and the things that really brought happiness to our soul and and those are the moments and they're good it's good to remember them and honor them and kind of like use that as you know to other people to be like listen like hold on to these moments because they're going to be gone yeah okay but wait your mother's moment okay, after so my, my mother's <laughs> moment of the week is I think I talked about this briefly before because he was doing this before so Ford he's like a he's like a bam bam baby you know mm -hmm. he's a tough boy but then he's also so tender so sweet and so like obsessed with me right mm -hmm. so now he used to always like do like besito and I kind of like lean his head for me to kiss him but now he's like grabbing both of my cheeks and he had done this version of it but now he's like really like yeah grabbing my cheek and kind of like kissing me and like just holding on to me and you know in, in a more mature independent way it's mm -hmm. weird before it was like more needy baby and now it's more like making a decision like I want to hold your hand mm -hmm. I want to be right next to you mm -hmm. I want to watch TV hold you know just kind of like leaning on you and just those like gestures of affection and, and love from my son are just really like oh my god it just reminds special. me of that, that Instagram reel that's like trending right now where it's like that you were sent a son oh, yeah. because to know what to true know because they wanted you to know what true love is and I'm like oh my I god know. I sent it to I Pamela know. and I was like Pamela I know. I love. I, lo I mean, obviously, I love him so much. I always say it, but I just love to see. And I, he's expressing his love now. Yeah. And his affection, and you know, sometimes it could be a little rough, but he's very like, um, like territorial with me. And you love. That. I love it. Love I love that. it. For now, that's I love so it. Cute. Yeah. That's so that's so my cute. mother's moment of the week. <laughs> 
Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene Spicy Pepper Sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. So let's talk about your favorite things. Let's go into like your senses. And if you were driven only by your senses, what are the things that you remember the most from when Ford was a little baby? Let me see. You know, like I did a really good job at photographing Ford <laughs> his first year. <laughs> that is, I that do is not an understatement. regret it at all. And I find myself going back to those pictures all the time. So I recommend if you're a new mommy, number one, take a lot of pictures. And now with digital and their iPhones and everything, we have the ability to capture those moments often. But even the professional pictures, I think they're totally worth it. And I love them. And I go back and I feel like those pictures transport me to that moment right mm -hmm. so I remember like I mean even like the cream that he used when he was a baby I try to still use it now to kind of hold on to that a little bit yeah so I use the same brand the same lotion I don't put it on as much because you know he's not he goes to summer camp there's mosquitoes I don't want him to get bitten it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he can't have so much of that scent that he used to have before he was like in a little bubble in my house yeah the whole time I find myself that I keep buying it because even if I get to put it on a little bit in the morning or at night mainly before he goes to bed it just reminds me of that baby scent and also it reminds me of of how those moments when I thought I didn't know what I was doing how you end up eventually figuring out yeah yeah so for me when I smell that lotion is like a reminder of like you know follow your instinct you're gonna be fine it's a lot of new information it's a lot of first you know the first time I gave him a bath the first time you know oh my god that anything so the first time you hold him the first time you like changed a diaper everything is such an adventure and it's so mm -hmm. nice and emotionally I don't know I want to say satisfying too mm -hmm. But, you know, you tend to forget so much. Yeah. Isn't it wild? Now I'm going to be totally not in the same level of vibe and mood as you. But, like, isn't it crazy that, like, breast milk poop doesn't stink? I don't remember. Well, remember, I always gave him a mix. So oh, whatever so like, he was this drinking. Is a thing. Like, this is, like, a thing. Like, breast milk poop doesn't stink. Which is, like, such a weird phenomenon, right? And, like, the people that are, like, super, super pro, like, breast milk or whatever and, like, a slightly anti-formula, like, the extremists, are, like, <laughs> oh, you see, like, it doesn't even smell. That just shows you how natural it is. And I'm like, God. And I remember hearing that before I had Victoria and I was like, that's wild. There's no way. And that poop doesn't stink. It's Maybe so you weird. don't smell it because it's kind of coming from like. No, 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 no. no. I literally like it was such a huge. Like, I'm gonna do a survey. I had everyone like, in my I'm, family. I'm pretty sure I had like either my brother or someone be like, "Do you smell this?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Because breast milk poop doesn't stink." It's so weird. But I was just thinking about the senses. Obviously, it's his own little sense. But I think 
for me, that lotion specifically, yeah, you know, like certain perfumes and yes. lotions remind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certain people, certain like curve, stages, curve, men's cool water. Cool. I know. <laughs> back to like my high school, school boyfriend used to wear cool water um yeah and they, they transport you and that's been the case for me and i'm holding on to it as much as i could as long as i can mm-hmm. yeah so that i'm you know take it back okay take oh, back let's to go to others so that's scent what about like sight what do you see what's the first vision you see you know like when i close my eyes and i think of the baby stage i always envision myself in the mirror standing from the mirror and wearing my baby. I told you, I, yeah. I've spoken a lot about this, about the claw. Like, I forgot the name of it now. But There's a lot the, of them. The Soli. I think it was called the Soli. I'm not, yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing baby. it properly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I wore him a lot. And I remember thinking, I want to wear him as much as I can. Because, again, he's always been a big baby. And even now, when I carry him, I'm always like, I don't mind. When he asks me, he's like, mommy, mommy, up, up, up. I always try to carry him, even though it hurts me. And I, sometimes I can't. Because I know that eventually, and I remember I talked about this one time, that famous poem. Yes. Like, you know, before I know it, I just, I never could carry him again. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm going to carry him as long as I physically can forever. <laughs> I'm She's like, you. I'm carrying you. Yes. Um, but I always remember that moment and how often I did it and the, how I loved it. Mm-hmm. And how I wish I could have to have done it a little bit longer. You know, I mean, I loved it. I used to love just carrying him and wearing him. And I mean, even from when he was in the NICU, you know, because yeah. you had to do like skin to skin. At home, I did it for a long time. And that's the way I put him to sleep all the time. So I would carry him and just let him lay on my chest. And mm-hmm. I would walk around with him. And, you know, and obviously you always have relatives who are like, oh, lo vas a mal acostumbrar. You're going to get him used to mm-hmm. being in your arms or only falling asleep when he's on you. And at some point, I could only get him to nap. If I was wearing him mm-hmm. to sleep, like walking him. When I mean wearing him, is like carrying him attached to my body with yeah. another piece of cloth that kind yeah, of ties yeah. him in, you know, to your body. And I never listen to that. So don't listen to those voices. Like you no. do what you want to do. No. And it's such a delicious experience as the only word I could think of to describe it mm-hmm. that you have to take it all in. And what about his sounds? I mean, I think it's a, the same little... It's so sweet because even now his voice is so like, mm-hmm... Yeah, cars, <laughs> monster truck. Like he does like a little whiny baby. Like I feel like he's such a big boy that I think he babies himself, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he's still a baby. And I don't know if he gets treated like a big boy and then yeah. you know, he himself has to like, like in a no, way. no guys, hold on. I know, time out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just still a baby. That <laughs> um, I even love his little tone, but he had the same little tone even when he would like babble and like mm-hmm. do little noises. Yeah. You know, I remember that, but... For me, it's the giggles. I think for me, it's the little giggles. Mm-hmm. You know, now his laugh is different. It's more powerful. It's, I still love when he cracks up and he, he's like laughing. Yeah. But those little baby, the first little giggles, oh, are the best. Oh, the, yes. best the best. Yes. The best. And you know what? I wish I would have recorded more of those. Mm-hmm. I think the one of the few ones that we have is the one that's actually placed in the opening. Yeah. His dad recorded that for me. And he's like, you should use this for for the opening and I kept it but I was always again it's so hard sometimes to capture these moments because yeah. again no one's recording you while you're doing stuff with your baby yeah. he was always really good the dad was really good always at, at capturing have, like, his little giggles and I have laughs. Victoria's first laugh like her first giggles mm-hmm. I have it on video because it was with my brother and his girlfriend and my mom and me obviously I didn't make her laugh but everybody <laughs> else did but I have the video I couldn't get over it I was like like when you see your baby doing this for the first time you're like oh Oh my God. And a part of you is like so excited. And another part of you is like, 
we have broken through the next level. Like, Mm -hmm. now you're different with the sounds. I mean, Victoria's voice is very different now than when she was one. Victoria's voice also, by the way, (laughs) is in the opening of the podcast and she's the one that says hola mama yeah yeah and it's old like she doesn't sound like that anymore now she's just like, she's like, like Dios Dios mio, mama. and i'm like okay <laughs> they changed so much going back to the you mentioned breastfeed i miss breastfeeding my child yes you i didn't get this. to do it mm-hmm. for long so i wish i would have done it more and i miss him being the size where I could just hold him in mm-hmm. front of my breast and just like latching on and just holding him with one little arm. I don't know. I just miss it, you know? And Yeah. Uh, I don't miss pumping. <laughs> oh, I hate I it. I do pump. not miss I pumping. pumping. I think I actually, if you would have mentioned, I think I deleted that from my memory yeah. file. I still have the alarms set on my phone because, you know, like that goes with your like, if you have a like an the iPhone, iCloud, yeah. it goes with your <laughs> iCloud. So like, even though I have a new phone, two new phones since Victoria was born, my alarms are the same. So I have all of the alarms from the six to eight times a day that I would pump. That's right, because you were doing exclusive pumping. So. Yeah, so I was pumping six to eight times a day. I remember when I started getting close to the decision of not pumping anymore, and I I was so overcome with like guilt, where I was like, you're doing this for selfish reasons, you're doing this for that. And then I was like, no, I'm not. Like, she's going to be better off with formula because it's consistent because she had all these like digestive issues and everything I ate any random thing or sneaky dairy Mm -hmm. would mess it up so I was like this is better for her and then I went down the hole with like the black market of European formula which now I don't know if you saw this but so for some of you that might have heard an episode that we had with the founder of Bobby Formula Mm -hmm. Laura Bobby Formula just announced that they're now going to be available in Target That's amazing. Which is amazing. So Bobby Formula is a USDA-approved organic European style in the U.S. So that's like great news. I was like, wow, if I have another baby, I'll just give them that. (laughs) So funny, the other day you posted, I want to say it was like a throwback, a TBT or like an old picture story. This is one. And it was Victoria's a baby. Baby, baby. Yeah. Baby, baby. And it just like melted my heart. And... At four months, five months, I even, I think for me, my favorite was eight, nine, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, nine, ten, because they're so, his <clears> thighs <throat> were already so delicious. His little thighs, like little baby rolls. Baby rolls. I miss baby rolls. Mm-hmm. I, you Victoria know? never really had those. And it's funny because now Ford is like thinning out and we just look at him and we're like, oh, his dad and I were like, he's losing his belly. <laughs> like, he was calling a little ham sandwich and we're like, oh, he's losing his little belly. You know, because it's another sign of like another reminder, like mm-hmm. he's growing up, you know, he's off to summer camp with a little book bag and his, you know, his little no, lunch. No, 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 no. Yeah. And no, it's no, like, not ready for this. Yeah, it's like they're getting farther and farther away from being babies. Yeah. I think once you turn two, it's like toddler mode and like the baby stage is, is gone. Even like, you know, what you thought was difficult, like the traveling, going to a restaurant, everything. Like before, like yeah. he's in the stroller, you give him a bottle, he goes to sleep. It's so much easier and you don't notice that. And you as a baby, that. I know Ford was super chill. I know. I remember that and I'm like, like at least like when I started to see it him, was. I was like, wow, what a chill baby. You're saying like eight, nine, ten months and like for me, that was not it was not my favorite with Victoria because it was like this weird in-between stage where she was already like 
woke as heck. And I was like, oh my God. But she didn't really know tired how to like walk or do it. Like she would crawl everywhere. She was nonstop. And I felt like, why am I like being forced to entertain this child when you're just a baby? Like, and I, w- I remember I would come here and like see Ford. You would just hold him. That was the time I think you could still like put him in, in yeah, his he baby. Yeah, like the majority. activity, the skip hop. The skip hop <laughs> little like round table where you just throw a baby. Actually, you know what's so funny? The other day I went over one of my neighbor's house. They have a son who's just a couple months older than Victoria and they already have another baby. And the baby was in a corner on the little skip hop thing. Like that was whatever. my go-to. But like thing. the parents were like focused on the toddler and we all kind of made this joke where it's like that second baby is like raising you himself. Just put, I know. You just put the baby in the corner and you're like, you're good, right? You're good with the little skip hop table. We all said like, had it been the first one, like the parents would mm-hmm. just be watching them when they're sitting on the little skip hop table. Like, are you good? Do you need anything? Whatever. But that second baby, you're like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You got this. Like, <laughs> I know my best friend Yelena always says that her second, Matthew, is pretty much racing himself. He's like boss baby. Like with the first one, they were so on top of him. And with the second one, you know, and again, these are the pros of, of second chance. You get to do this. If you do get to do it and if yeah. you want to do it, you, I think, treasure and cherish those moments a lot more. But if you have a you toddler, the though, moment, at the same time, yeah. yo, that's crazy. I do think you'll be more aware of the stuff that, like, you need to not take for granted. You need to take yeah, it in. Maybe. And also just let go and not stress the stuff that, you know, it's the second. That's what I see the most. So, like, in my neighborhood, there's two moms that have three-year-olds that are just a few months shy of, like, Victoria's age. And they both have now six-month-old babies. Like, literally, the time frame is, like, exactly the same. And you see those moms, like, they've got those babies and, like... They're fine because they're also so busy, so right, like busy they kind of, they with don't, the toddlers. Right, like even if they wanted to spend the time, they, they can't. Stress they the way can't. they did. They don't have the time to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. To close it off, what's the one thing I think that gets you the most emotional when you think about Victoria as a baby? It's uh, the time where I've had the most conflicting feelings at the same time, like ever in my life, where I had the highest highs and the lowest lows all within hours of each other. And I think as complicated as it is, it is still one of the most beautiful moments of my life. One of the most transformative, one of the most important moments where the work that you're doing in building the foundation for this tiny little baby that just joined your family is forever. It's going to live with you forever because your baby won't remember any of it. It's all in you. Mm I do miss that. This is the thought that has been kind of haunting me, I won't lie, related to the mother's moment, which is that I might not live any of those things ever again. And that part is kind of sad um, because that smell, like, I don't know, am I going to be able to remember that little smell forever? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's hard sometimes, and you want to hold on to those memories as much as you can. But the more things that happen and the more... They grow and new things, new, right. new, very beautiful things. Like when they they yell at you about all the boxes that you've received after Prime <laughs> Day and judge you. Those things are beautiful too. But like, it's different, you know? Of course. Um, of course. I mean, I always tell people, especially in my case too, right? Like I think it was such a transformational year, the year that I gave birth to Ford. And I look back at that year and those months of him as a baby and and I'm very proud of myself. I think I love the way that I enjoyed him mm-hmm. and uh, 
it's funny the other day they um they were speaking in church about struggles right and people that suffer and stuff that you go through and it doesn't mean that you're not going to struggle it doesn't mean that you're not going to suffer through them through some seasons but it's how you do it right mm -hmm. to like struggle well to suffer well and to kind of take those like in an attitude where like there's you can't lose right you're like you have a blessing and if you're struggling through something either you're going to learn from it they're going to use it for something or eventually it's just It doesn't last forever, you mm -hmm. know? So all the new mommies out there, just enjoy every minute. I know this is like a repeating topic for us too. And it's okay to feel nostalgic. And nostalgic and, and also being, oh my God, this is so hard. How am I gonna, you know, the darkness is part of it. I just don't want to be dismissive of that, you know? Because I remember when I was, this is one thing that was always weird. Like when I was in the newborn phase with Victoria, moms would tell me like, have grace with yourself, it's fine, it's this, it's that. And in that moment, I was so in the thick of it that I, are you kidding me? Right, like, I can't. Can. <laughs> But it does get, it will be a moment that you somehow cherish no matter what. And every stage has its beautiful things and every stage yeah. has its trouble. You know, yeah. like, I think today was just like, we wanted to remember it specifically the baby stage mm -hmm. because there's so many things that are worth remembering and worth wishing and How do you say? I always say this word in Spanish. Cuando uno anhela, when you long for something. Long for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So these are these things that I that have been longing for these last few days. And I was just thinking about them. That was very sweet. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy. Y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. Yeah.